Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is, well, we'll just go with just Steve. <laughs> we'll just Steve, Steve this week. Just, just yep. Steve. But this is always with me is delicious Dwaylon Davis. Hey, everybody. Yes, you are, you're going to have that nickname the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. It, that, it, it's you know, stuff. So. If they don't put it on your headstone, I will put it on your headstone. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like the nameplate that goes on the big gold. Yeah. You know, I'll yeah. just clink right there. There delicious. it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, first thing I got to say is, we were wrong. It was a good show. It I mean, was it wasn't a good perfect, show. but yeah. it was a good show. I think if they had taken out some of the some of the filler stuff, it would have been a absolute almost perfect show from top to bottom if they had just moved out a, a few of the filler things. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was a really good show. It was a really entertaining show, better than I thought. There was some results that i didn't agree with but right i'm not in charge so <laughs> just my opinion but i'm yeah. i will say the best entrance of the night in my opinion was dominic mysterio that was fantastic and you know what i i'm gonna have to go back and watch because i actually i actually missed quite a few of the entrances because mm-hmm. i was doing stuff i had to go take care of a couple of things like had to go get something out of the kitchen, you know, because mm-hmm. I figured, well, it's the entrances, you know, hopefully they won't be too epic. And apparently like every entrance was epic. Yeah. And yeah, Dominic's was fantastic. I mean, he, he comes out like, you know, like in the back of a police vehicle, <laughs> handcuffed with a, with a luchador mask on. And then about yeah. halfway up the ramp, he pulls the mask off, but he's, he's handcuffed with, with, with guards around him walking him to the ring it's like just yeah and i did i did cap in a catch like right when they were uncan unhandcuffing him at the mm-hmm. ring but that was yeah. it and i'm like oh. now edge's entrance was great but i still got to go with dominic's having the best entrance of the night well when edge's entrance when he, he first hit about half of facebook all of a sudden went yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was one of them maybe my yeah, my only my only issue is Edge won Hell in the Cell, which he shouldn't have. Finn should have won. Yep. Because everybody knows how we feel about Edge still wrestling and going over talent that he shouldn't be going over at this stage. Um, Dominic should have won. I was very surprised that Dominic did not win that match. Yep. I was extremely surprised. Um, I felt I still feel like Oscar should have beat Bianca Belair. I was, you know, and I'll, we'll go to this, you know, later, but yeah, I yeah. was actually, you know, kind of on yeah. the fence, either one. I mean, um, but overall, it was, you know, a really entertaining two nights of wrestling. So I will admit that I was wrong. I didn't think it was going to be nearly as good as it ended up being. Um, I hate to start off the, the show with sad news, but um, Robert Miller, also known as Bushwhacker Butch. Um, mm-hmm. also known as Sheep Herder, Butch. Yep. Um, he actually was in Los Angeles. He, you know, came in for the Hall of Fame ceremony, and then he passed away at some point yesterday mm. uh, on the third. Um, yeah, I actually got a text. Kyle was the first person to text me about it, and I was like, "Do what?" And I had just seen that he was having some health issues. They were trying to raise money for his medical bills, mm-hmm. 
And then Kyle told me, he texted me, told me, I'm like, do what? And that's when I started looking around. And sure enough, I mean, it was on the news, you know, you went to Google or something, Wikipedia mm-hmm. had, had already been updated. Um, you know, but that's, that was really sad. You know, um, I know some people, it's a mixed, mixed feelings about them going in the Hall of Fame, but mm-hmm. I, I was a fan of theirs um, when they were the Sheep Herders more than the Bushwhackers. My thing is um, their work as the Sheep Herders, like, made the case for the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they they had already built their legacy before they ever got to WWE and became the Bushwhackers. And then they took a silly gimmick and made it work for all the kids. You know, so. You know, I mean, I I like them better as the sheep herders. They probably made more money as the Bushwhackers. Yeah, they made more money as the Bushwhackers, (laughs) but they were taken more seriously as a team as the sheep herders yeah man they were vicious yeah Uh, and whoo but but yeah may he uh you know rest in peace rest in peace because definitely i mean i'll say a legend uh and one correction from last week my apologies to johnny valentine more johnny's son-in-law i said he was in the navy station san diego he's actually a marine Mm-hmm. Still stationed in San Diego, but and so uh and for some people who have never been in the military, they don't say, Well, what's the difference? Well, there is there's a difference, especially if with a Marine. Mm-hmm. Um I did 20 years Air Force. I still get have people ask me, how'd you like the army? You know, and it's, it's not like I didn't because I wasn't I didn't, there. Exactly. You know, I mean I say, Well, I work with them, they're a bunch of you know, uh, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. spare my brethren right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I mean, we all work together. I have friends in all the services, including Space Force, which I'm going to go watch a retirement ceremony this Friday with a girl stationed within Korea. Uh, she is actually now part of Space Force. She's retiring after I think 23, 24 years. And you know, but we all work together. We all play together. We all pick with each other, but mm-hmm. we all respect each other. Right. And that, that's the thing. Um, you know, so I do apologize. You know, so I want to be known as retired Air Force, not retired Army, anything else, because I did in the Air Force. I'm like, oh, I was Air Force, big deal. You know, big, yeah. big, big. There's a difference. But anyway, and Johnny wants to come on the show. I'd love to have him. You know, uh, as like why we are fans, and he he likes the show, and yeah, cool. Yeah, so um, somebody from Hop Town, mm-hmm. you know, coming on the show. So, um, and I do want to give a little bit of contact info. Because if anybody would like to come on the show, just hit, either hit up us, hit us up on the socials at Facebook, at Twitter. Twitter is at Booking Armchair, Armchair, at Booking Armchair. Dwaylon's Twitter is at Fat underscore Daddy seventy three. Hit us up there. Hit us up on Facebook. You, you know, at at Facebook.com slash Armchair Booking Podcast. Uh, we're also on Instagram. I have been adding more pictures to Instagram, and I actually added a video, a promotional video of Wildcat Chris Harris. Mm-hmm. Added that, of course, you saw it to the Facebook, and also yeah. uh, I, I just put it on Instagram and Twitter. And like I said, if you want to email podcast at Gmail, if you want to come to the show, just let us know, and we will see what we can do. If you have any show ideas, definitely hit us up, let us know. I have had people you know, say, hey, why don't you try this? All right, cool. I can do that. Um, but as the show is going, if you're watching on YouTube, you will actually see some of the banners and advertisements. I put them up. 
so they do pop up periodically on on the video itself but if you want to go to if you if you want to find us an audio we're just on any audio platform you can think of if we're not there let us know yep. we'll do what we can to get ourselves added now we are on youtube and we're trying to get the subscriber count up uh we are at 119 last time i checked okay you know so in fact um i, I, I saw that yesterday and I will check again right now as we're talking. But also, if you go on, on Apple.com, if that's how you listen to us <laughs> on Apple, um, Apple Podcasts, if you go on there and give us a five-star rating and a review, I will read the review on air. Which he has done before. I have done it before. And yet we are at 119 subscribers, 97 videos. How you like that? Yeah. So... I'm getting pretty good at doing the video. <laughs> uh, let me go to the Apple Podcast because I have not checked to see if we have any any new reviews. And uh, we still don't. I want to get a review to read. <laughs> but uh, we thought we were just going to be pretty much covering Mania and maybe the Raw after Mania. But even bigger news than that has come out. And it's actually mm-hmm. been on like mainstream news. Yeah, it's been everywhere. It's been on, it was on my local news here in Paducah. Um, I got the notification from ESPN. Uh, you know, of course, Twitter it was all over the major, you know, news outlets. It's been a big deal. And I don't really know how I feel about it. It's, you know, I- yeah, Endeavor, which is the company apparently they already own UFC. Mm-hmm. They are purchasing WWE. Vince is going to be the head of both of them, is what I'm I'm seeing. If if correct me if I'm wrong. Well, he's from what I from what I saw earlier today, he is going to be uh, executive chairman of the board for WWE because he is. He has had a 20-year relationship with the CEO of Endeavor. Ah, gotcha. For me, this is this 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 sale to Endeavor is the workaround for Vince McMahon to get back into power after all the sexual assault allegations. If I was Endeavor, I would not touch Vince McMahon with a 10-foot pole. I would buy the company. I would have bought the company with the caveat that Vince McMahon not be involved at all, because that's that investigation still hasn't been resolved. There's still all these accusations swirling around, and it just makes it to me. It just makes it look like oh, another billionaire that you know has these accusations, and they just sweep it under the rug because because another billionaire because another billionaire. Yeah you know, wants to do business with him. And it's just, you're, you've already seen Vince McMahon's fingerprints on last night's Raw because he was firmly in control of last night's Raw. There were, he was doing rewrites to the show 15 minutes before the show started. Uh, he cut segments that were originally planned. Uh, like Bailey was cut from the show last minute. She was supposed to accompany damage control to the ring for their match. Uh, 
that was scrapped and just Dakota Kai and E.L. Sky came out. There was no mention of Bailey on commentary. So no one knows what's going on with that. Um, people are speculating that it was Vince, the Vince McMahon oh, call to have Brock turn heel and attack Cody Rhodes at the end where they're supposed to, you know, and in typical, typical Vince McMahon fashion, you have this main event. You've got Roman Reigns and Solo Sequoia versus Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes. They turn, Brock turns heel, annihilates Cody, and there's no match. So it's like you advertise for two, you know, two hours at least, two and a half hours, this blockbuster main event. Then you pull the swerve and have him turn heel, have Brock turn heel, swerve. and there's no match. Yeah, and there's no match. So it's like, what what was the point? You could have had like, Brock attack Cody before that and not wasted the main event spot. You know, maybe it was a different Vince. Bro, maybe. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> no. All I know is that villain mustache he's rocking is not the look. And he needs to, <laughs> no, that is not, that's just, Vince McMahon was already looking creepy. He looks even creepier now. So yeah, he's got that whole molestash thing going on. Yeah, yes, he does. Absolutely. And and I I sent you the meme. Um, yeah, <laughs> earlier uh, he's selling because he couldn't he could never get the the pictures of Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm like, yeah, he does kind of look like J. Jonah Jameson. Doesn't yeah, he? <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, um, but from some of the things that I'm seeing and and some of these videos, I literally watched like ten minutes before I I set up Zoom. Uh, some of the talent, and this is coming from Meltzer. You always got to take what Meltzer says. With yeah. It could be true, I mean, but it might not. I mean, you never know because Meltzer's not there. Yeah. Somebody else is. Somebody eating. else is giving him information, and we all know how third-party information goes. So. Yep. They're <clears> saying <throat> that some of the talent's not happy because all of a sudden they're frustrated. You know, the past, what, nine months or so that Vince, when he had to step down. Yeah. And you saw the product was improving, improving. Oh yeah, the, improving. the product was improving. You could just tell that the wrestlers, you know, their morale was up. You could just tell by the way people were. You could tell people were glad to come to work. Yeah, because they, you know things were kind of freshening up and you know getting better. And now the you know the dark cloud of Vince McMahon is back, and everybody knows Vince McMahon's creative is still stuck in 1995. And Vince McMahon books wrestling for his own amusement, not for the fans' amusement, not for the fans' enjoyment. Vince books for one uh, for an audience of one, and that's himself. Mm -hmm. Vince McMahon, business-wise, you can't argue his success. Business-wise, he's a genius. My, regardless of my thoughts of him as a human being. Yeah, I mean, we're separate the art from the artist. I yeah, mean, business-wise, he's a genius. Booking wise, no, no. Booking wise, he has not been a genius in well ever. Years. Actually, you know, I, ever I mean, actually because every major idea that he had came from somewhere else. Yeah, and I'm thinking even like some of the big matches, you know, Hulk Hogan, Andre, but well, that kind of wrote itself. I mean, yeah, that wrote itself. Austin Rocket Mania 17, it wrote itself. Yeah, as soon as Austin was booked to win the Rumble. And Rock, as soon as Austin won the Rumble and Rock beat Angle for the title and No Way Out, it the story was told. 
here's the right. two biggest stars of the Attitude Era facing off main event of WrestleMania, WWE Championship. There's no, there was nothing bigger at that time for but those two in the title in the main event for the title. Uh, like the hardcore stuff or the you know the the Attitude Era was lifted from the original ECW. Mm-hmm. The you know the hardcore division, the whole you know the whole literally pickpocketed from Paul Heyman. Who just happened to come onto the fold because Paul Heyman? Here, here's the weird thing: Paul Heyman's a booking genius, but not mm-hmm. a business. But not a business genius. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. But so, yeah, and, and Paul Heyman arguably uh, one of the best promos ever. Oh, absolutely! Like he's there is an argument that he is second only to Bobby Heenan as far as managers go. Because I would. Them two, Gary Hart. Yeah. Gary Hart um, does not get enough credit for his, you know, for his contributions to pro wrestling. Um, and I know there's got to be some other ones. But, yeah, those are the three because their their promos were very thought-provoking. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Bobby Heenan's were just funny anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, but, um, but, yeah, the talent are not happy about it. Uh, Sami Zayn might as well just go turn in the belts now. Yeah, because with Vince in charge, him and Kevin Owens aren't going to hold on to the tag titles very long nope. because Vince doesn't see anything in Sami Zayn, and which means Vince has not watched the product in the last year. Because who had, who had the biggest pop of the two nights? Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn had the biggest pop when he came out, and then the pop got even bigger when he pinned Jey Uso to win the title. When yep. he, when the ref counted three, that entire arena erupted. That was one of the biggest pops I've ever heard for a yeah. wrestler. And Vince is gonna Vince either just I don't know I don't get it because it's like how do you not see the potential in this guy? This guy literally took the crap you were booking him with and spun it into gold. And was involved in the biggest storyline in pro wrestling for the last year. Yes. I and mean, he, he was, was a, a major component to that storyline. Bingo. Thank you. And the Bloodline storyline would not have worked as well as it did without Sami Zayn. The Bloodline storyline has been something has brought people back to watching it because people mm-hmm. have heard about it. They're like, you got to, this whole Bloodline thing with Roman Reigns and his cousins and now his other cousin and and this Canadian dude named Sami Zayn, yeah, and who is just making everybody crack up, and he's trying to go in there just to make them crack, which yeah. he did. The whole Usy thing, yeah, not feeling very Usy. Yeah. Well, they had shirts come out that said Usy. Exactly. I mean, they were printing money hand over fist. Yeah. I mean, so hopefully, rumor has it that Triple H is still going to be in charge of creative. I don't. I. The way it's worded is Triple H is going to be in charge of creative, but Vince McMahon has final say over everything, which means Vince McMahon's in charge of creative because if it's anything he doesn't like or anybody he doesn't like, he's just going to veto it. He's the executive chairman of the board. I mean, he's going to be able to do whatever he wants to do. He also has the backing of the CEO of Endeavor. Because when Vince McMahon had to step down before, 
he was not forced to give up his voting shares. Exactly. So it didn't matter what was going to happen. Basically, he just took a vacation. Yeah, he just took time off until and then came back, sold the company, and wormed his way back in. Yeah, he took time, went to go roll a mustache, and he finally said, well, that's about as good as it's going to get. I'm coming back. Yeah, I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah, this is it, this is the best it's going to be, so I'm going to come back. I'm going to sell the company. I'm going to make a few billion dollars, and I'm going to run the company again. And he's 78 years old, mm -hmm. something like that. 70, 77, yes. 77, okay. I knew, yeah. I knew I was in that ballpark. But it's like, dude, you... I mean, like you said, separate the art from the artist. It's like, you're old enough, you've earned your retirement. Go home. Yeah, go home. You know, but he's a control pool. freak, and he thinks that he he thinks that his view of pro wrestling is the only view of pro wrestling. Vince is not seeing uh, the landscape around him. He is not, because he doesn't care. Because he knows, I'm still in control of the biggest show in town. So, I don't care what's happening I don't care that in ways pro wrestling is passing me by because it's evolved so much. I'm going to do it my way because I can. Oh, and so, all right, so let's take the tag titles. Let's put them on. Oh, I don't know. Um, not Sami Zayn. Yeah. Um, and the world title, let's throw that back on Brock. Yeah. Oh, at that it would not surprise me if Brock gets another reign with the title. But and think about this. Roman Reigns, you know, he's getting close to a thousand days as champion. Mm -hmm. Um let's see, about two hundred and seventy those last days, you know, we'll say nine months times thirty, two hundred and seventy days have been without Vince mm -hmm. at the helm. Yep. Triple H recognizes long reigns yeah. as champion. Vince, Vince should he should Vince, have recognized it. He should have recognized it, but Vince likes to hotshot the title. And my thing is, the, you know, people are talking about how controversial the end of, you know, Roman and Cody was where Roman retains the title. Here is my problem with Roman retaining. Is there money still to be made with Roman retaining? Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. this is, this is a once-in-a-lifetime run. When it's over, there's never going to be anything like this to happen again. But they squandered a perfect opportunity to have the ultimate babyface as the world champion and have all the heels chase Cody because Cody's over. Like, Cody was over from the moment people knew he was coming back. Cody was super over the moment he re-debuted at WrestleMania last year, he's been over for the last year. It was, he's hot. Put the title on him while he's hot. But no, we're going to book, we're going to book Brock to destroy him the night after Raw and cool him off. Because that's, you know why? All that, that's all that was, was pouring cold water on him. You know why? What did Cody do after he left? Well, it, it took oh, it yeah. years Co after he Co left WWE. Co oh yeah. He, he, first of all, he went and built. He went and and took his his name, and made it mean something after WWE had destroyed it. Mm -hmm. He went around the world, winning championships. Then, including that one, right there. Yeah, including the big gold belt, including the Ring of Honor World Title. 
Um, not the big gold belt, 10 pounds of gold. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Uh, we know, we know what you meant. Yeah. Plus the ring of honor world title. Then went and helped create AEW. Vince is not going to do anything for Cody because he's going to look at it like, Oh, well, you know, you went and built competition for me. I'm not going to reward you for that. While, and, tri while Triple H would be like, oh, well, Cody's hot. That's where we need mm -hmm. to go right now. Because the story, the Roman story doesn't have to end because he loses the title. There would be so much more they could do with that, especially with this whole bloodline falling apart thing. There's so much more that can be done with that. Title or no title. But I think they squandered a perfect opportunity to, especially for the upcoming, the rest of the spring and the summer, got this white hot baby face that's super over holding the world title. It's kind of like, you know, how many matches did Sting have in WWE? He had two. Two. Two matches. What was his record? Oh, and two. You yep. know why? Because, because he was representing, yeah. I mean, even though WCW by that point had already been dead Yeah, it had been dead for yeah, it'd been Whatever. dead for like 14 years when they, and then they, they drug that up. What it was, Sting was the last holdout from WCW because Sting didn't need to go to WWE. WWE needed Sting. He did not need them. Plus, he went to TNA to help them out. To, to help, help build them, that. To help build that brand. Yeah. And Vince wasn't happy about that either because Vince figured, oh, well, he's automatically going to come here because I can offer him this much money. Well, for staying, it was like it was still building, you know, helping the next generation of pro wrestlers. That's why he went to TNA. So he gets to WWE and they squander the initial, you know, that initial pop when he came out at Survivor Series and helped, you know, helped Ziggler win. That was amazing. And they wasted it because they had him. They turned okay. it into WCW versus WWE, even though that wasn't what it was about. And then had him lose to, to Triple H at Mania. And then had had him lose to Seth in the title match. Which, considering he got hurt, he had to lose yeah. that match. But I'm sure he was booked to lose that match anyway. And in one hand, that's okay because it was a legend putting Seth over. Mm -hmm. But the but him losing the Triple H was unnecessary, and Vince did it to be petty to say, oh, yeah, Look, it "That's was, my competition. I'm still going to bury you." Oh yeah, it's it was absolutely ego driven on his part and Triple H's part. Can't leave Triple Triple H is not blameless in that because you know, you know, he had some influence with the old man about how that match was going to get booked. And Triple H, now, now granted, you know, people have actually pointed out Triple H, he's actually done the job on more WrestleManias than what he's actually won. That is, I mean, he has. However, but, but know, I do I'm, know that he has a lot of input on his matches. And I do know back in the day, he was notorious for not necessarily always wanting to do business with certain talent because there was talent that he should have put over. Booker T. I was going to say, comes to worst. mind. One of the worst miscarriages of justice, if you want to call yeah. it that, yeah, but... was it, it wasn't just that he pinned Booker T, it's that he hit his move and then waited around, went and got a snack was... at the snack bar. Yeah, you know, he and, waited. It was, I think it was 22 or 23 seconds before he made the pin after the pedigree. 
And it's like it buried Booker T. It just buried Booker T. Yeah. It took years for Booker T to build himself back up before he won the big gold belt. And was that before or after Vince McMahon said his thing to Booker T and Charmel, which I'm like, if you uh, really just say that. I think that was, oh, I can't remember if that was before or after. But either, either way, I cannot believe, <laughs> I can't believe he said that. I can't believe the whole, when he was wearing the do-rag, when he was ECW world champion after he got his head shaved. It's oh, yeah. like, stop that dude. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, but. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so we know that yeah, I, Cody being white hot, yes, mm-hmm. want it, and I do see the argument, like you said, Roman's still making money. Roman's you know, still Roman, making money, you know, like so. you said, he's close to a thousand days as champion, mm-hmm. and I get that. I just think it was a missed opportunity to strike while the iron was hot. And I mean, and we do like long term champions because I mean, it means. Yeah, it makes it makes the title mean something. When the, when they yes. lose it, it actually means something. Instead of oh well, I'm gonna hold the title for three three four weeks and then drop it to somebody. It's like hot potato, hot potatoing the title makes the title meaningless because it's like well yeah. anybody can win the title. Yeah. You know? So hold on to it. Hold on to it for a long time. That means more. Exactly because it's like look at this laundry list of people like Roman. Look at the laundry list of people that Romans beat to defend the title. Whoever takes it from him, it's going to mean something. And now there's only, what, he's number five now on days? As oh, yeah, all, yeah all, all time. And that is just this run. That is not cumulative days from his other runs. That is just this run that he's on. He's pushing a 1,000 days. And only, only Bruno San Martino... Pedro Morales, Bob Backlund, and Hulk Hogan have more in a single reign than Roman does. Yep, and nobody's going to catch Bruno. We know that. Nobody's going to catch Bruno. Really, nobody's going to catch Hogan. Not his first reign, no. Not his first reign, because Hogan had it four and a half years. I think Backlund had it for like five or something Um, like that. Was it that long? I mean, it was was at least three. Yeah, it was at least three, Um, but... uh, yeah, but nobody's touching those, but Roman's in rarefied air. Yeah, he is. Because especially when you think about when they were hot potato in the, the title, mm-hmm. you know, how many people, how many different people have actually held it now? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the 60, 60, 65 plus year lineage of the WWE title. And oh I my think, God. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. And I think we're pushing. I think 50 some odd, there's been 50 some odd different reigns with the title, but not that meant not as many men have held it as there have been reigns mm-hmm. with the title. Cause you've got to think, you know, Brock's a 10 time world champion. The Rock's a 10 time world champion. Austin held it six times. Triple H is a 14 time world champion. Randy Orton is a 14 time world champion. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, shooting the title back and forth between people doesn't make your title more valuable. It makes it less. And because, you know what, Backlund, Backlund held the title twice. His first mm-hmm. reign was at least three years. You know, yeah. um, I have to go look and see what it meant. It was a, it was a long time. Yeah. 
his second reign was like a week. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, he's a two-time champion. Well, it's more impressive that first reign lasting as long as it did. That second reign, not so much. The second reign, he was just, he was a placeholder. He beat Brett. He drops it to Diesel. It was a way to get him. It was a way to get the title on Diesel without having to do babyface versus babyface. And, you know, Diesel held it for almost a year. Diesel had it almost a year. (laughs) Yeah. I think he was just a couple of days shy of a full year as champion. Um, But, yeah, that's all that reign was, was, you know, I think it was a way to repay Bob Backlund for his contributions earlier in the company and to be a placeholder between Brett and Diesel. Oh, so (sighs) on to WrestleMania. Uh, First match, and you called it, you said it was going to be Austin Theory and Cena was going to be the first match. Um because you had already seen, they had already announced that. Yeah. And Austin goes over Cena. I missed the ending. Uh, the was, in- yeah. Yeah. My wife pulled up, you know, she had some stuff to get out of the car. <sighs> so I went out there. I'm thinking, well, I could just rewind it and catch whatever. They apparently had turned off the rewind function during the pay-per-view. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So oh, came, okay. So yeah. I came back and Theory's walking down the aisle holding the belt up, and I'm like, uh, he so, hit he hit a uh, a low blow on Cena while the ref was uh, because Cena had him up in the uh, for the AA, but when he went back, Theory's feet hit the referee in the chest, knocked the referee down. So then Austin Theory hit the low blow, hit the A town down, and won. I was perfectly fine with that. Austin Theory is a heel. It was a heel thing to do. And you called it. You actually yeah. called that too. You said he will win, but it'll be with Yeah. He was gonna I knew he was gonna cheat. Yeah. Here's here's the full circle thing too. We talked about full circle last time in our preview. Mm-hmm. Cena's first WrestleMania match was for the United States title. His possible last WrestleMania match was for the for the United States title. John Cena cheated to win the US title in his first ah. match. He used uh he used the chain he used to wear. No, he used those uh the knuckles that said, you know, word life across his knuckles. I need to get these these engraved with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he used those to hit the big show. Uh and that's how he won the US title. So I feel like it's only appropriate for Theory to cheat to beat him to retain the US title. And, and John good. Cena knows that this, the end is near because, yeah. like, when he was about to do the five knuckle shuffle, the crowd was losing their mind, and he stopped and did a mm-hmm. thank you before he finished the move. And he knows that it's about over. But poor John, that bald spot is, and is, he can't he, he can't shave it because movies. You no, know, he can't shave it because of the movies. And, but it's like, ooh, you're getting like Shawn Michaels yeah. level bald spot there, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Uh, just you know, just let it go. Either that or yeah. grow the skull it. You know, <laughs> good match though. Um, it was a good match. Theory, I feel like Theory hung in there with with him. Um, I think Theory proved a lot in that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next match was the the fatal four way tag two match. This is one of the matches we labeled as next. Yeah, Street Profits won like I knew they would, and there ain't much more I got to say about I, that I mean, match. It, it was just. When I, I texted you and I said it was entertaining, 
it was a spot fest. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. It was a spot I mean, fest, but it was, it was, it would have better been, it would have been better having that as a SmackDown main event than having that as on the WrestleMania card. That was one of those matches they could have pulled out to kind of streamline the show more. It was uh, very choreographed, you could tell. Oh, yeah. And I will say, though, best spot of the match, Chad Gable hitting the German on Braun Strowman. Yes, that and then a close, a very close second was Montez Ford doing the frog splash and completely changed direction. Yes. In midair, you know, as he's coming down, he completely turns his body all the way around. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, why are we not strapping the rocket to this dude? Uh, you know, so it almost makes it like a um, Alexa Bliss's move. Twisted Bliss. Twisted Bliss. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's almost like that. Yeah. You know, which I always liked that move anyway. I, the first uh, wrestler I remember ever seeing doing that was uh, actually two called Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I mean, like I said, I mean, it was, it, the, the match was pointless. Uh, you did call the winner. Um, they did not. I didn't up, get the though. I didn't get the heel turn that I thought of, that I was hoping I did, but they did win. So at least I got I got uh, right now. I'm I'm two for two. Yeah, and you know, plus I don't because they are yeah. actually acknowledging that him and Bianca are married. Mm-hmm. And you know, during some of the vignettes they were showing, which I actually thought was kind of cool how they did that the whole movie thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like they were on the Titanic. Yeah, you know. Now I will say she would have let him up on that door. I'd oh like yeah, Kate Winslet, you know. Yeah, that, that yeah. poor Leo freeze to death, but yeah, he could have fit. Oh, absolutely, know. he could have fit. Yeah, she should have. They even had that on MythBusters, and they're like, "Yeah, he could have fit on there." Yeah, he could have fit. <laughs> on there. Yeah, yeah, her butt wasn't that big. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the next one, Seth Rollins, Logan Paul, another now that that one I was wrong because I expected Logan Paul to win. Yep, so and did I. Seth ended up winning. Very entertaining match, as usual. Logan Paul showed out. He, you know, tremendous athlete. I can't say anything bad about him. Seth Rollins is untouchable right now, mm-hmm. skill-wise, character-wise, crowd interaction-wise. I mean, yep. he's got a conductor literally conducting yes! his theme music <laughs> and conducting the crowd to like, conduct <laughs> his theme music. It's like... How much more over? It's, it's Sami Zayn and then Seth Rollins, as far as mm-hmm. uh, like your your trinity of over wrestlers are Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. There's yep. your because those three guys like Seth is on another level, and it's like I am thoroughly enjoying this Joker Riddler mad genius thing he's got going on. It's like. Everything's fell into place. You know, Mike skills, you know, charisma, fan interaction. He has the fans eating out of the palm of his hand every time he's out there. And it's just, it was an excellent match. Um, Seth won. I was wrong about that one. So I'm two and one. It was pointed out that Logan Paul, his contract is now. His contract's done. That was and his so, last match on his current deal. He's expecting to re-sign, is what he said yeah. on Twitter. But right now, he's not under contract with WWE. Um, I didn't. I had no clue who KSI was. 
Um, I just now looked him up. So he's not even a wrestler. He's just another YouTuber, boxer, yeah. celebrity type person. Yeah. yeah. And, and he took a, a splash. Oh, yeah. He, he took from, the frog splash from, to the table. Yeah. So you know what? <laughs> Props to him. Yeah. Hats off, they, buddy. They would ask me to do it. I'd be like, no, no, no. Well, I me, I'd be like, well, what's the check? Well, actually, you know, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Well, what's the coinage look like? Yeah. It's like, yeah. if I see enough shoes, zeros, it'd be like, okay. Put me in the suit. Let me take that frog splash. What, what's the dude say in Harlem Nights? Right before he's trying baby's got to get new shoes. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so baby needs new shoes. Baby needs new shoes. Yeah, pay me. Uh, now the the six woman tag team match. Hmm, I, it I'm, went as it went as expected, but I did honestly, I did not think it was a good match. And here's why: Lita and Trish, legends. Hall of yes. Famers, mm-hmm. well deserved. Set, you know, paid, blazed that path for the women that are there now, but they had no business in that match because whenever the match was clicking good, until one of them got in the match, and then it was sloppy because you've got yep. two people that aren't wrestling on a regular, even a semi-regular basis. They're not even part time. There's just some time, and it just. It, it brought the quality of the match down because you've got Becky Lynch and then you've got Bailey, EO, and Dakota. You have world-class talent in there, but the two Hall of Famers drug that match down. The two Hall of Famers who wrestle, you know, on average, well, Lita's wrestled a couple more times, but on average maybe once every two years, Yeah, did not be beating the wrestlers who were there week in and week out. Exactly, because like, okay, because now... EO and Dakota were on Raw. Trish was not on Raw. Right. And apparently Bailey was not on Raw either. Exactly. And it's like... That's a Vince Man move, but that's another story. Yeah. So I did get the winner right because I knew there was no way that they were going to have Trish and Lita lose at WrestleMania. Plus, the booking of Damage Control... Damage Control needs Damage Control because the booking Mm -hmm. of this group has been terrible from day one, as soon as as soon as they had Bailey lose three world title matches in a row, I knew they were not going to do anything meaningful with this group. They need to figure out something to do because Lita should not be holding any belt. Lita know. should not be holding any belt. What they need to do, and this is nothing against Becky because Becky's Becky's the man, but they need to get those titles off them very quickly, and it needs to be Shayna and Ronda. Exactly. That win those titles. And honestly, it should be Lita that takes the pin because she's the legend. Do she's the, the job. Fame. Do the job and put over Shayna and Ronda. That match for the, wasn't... For the women's division, there are your road warriors right yes. there. Shayna and Ronda. Yes. They are, your, yeah. they are your road warriors. They are the killers that as soon as they come out, you know somebody's getting messed up. And like you said, that match was, eh. yeah. You know, it was, it was I watched it because it was there. I basically I watched that. One. I didn't skip that one on the replay because because I didn't get to watch it live because we were we had family stuff going on, right? Um, but I didn't fast forward it through it because I knew we were going to review it. If it hadn't have been for that, I'd have just fast forwarded to the end, and yeah. because it was just it was just wasn't a good well, match. Well, while that match was going on, though, the final four was also going on. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and so I had on my TV, I had Mania. On my laptop, I had the Final Four. Right. And so I was kind of, you saw the picture I, I put in, and I sent it to you where I had both of them going on because mm-hmm. apparently they haven't figured out, do not schedule WrestleMania the same weekend as the Final Four anymore. Just, yeah. just stop. It used to work when it was Final Four Saturday, WrestleMania Sunday, championship then, game Monday. Exactly. But it's never going to, they're never going to beat the final four. It's just not going to happen. They need to just give it up. I mean, I'm fine. I actually like the two night WrestleMania because it's easier to, it's easier to digest in two days than it is to have a seven hour long pay-per-view to slog through. Cause I remember, I think it was 35. Oh, it was like seven and a half hours. Oh, it took I remember forever that. To get through that pay-per-view. And I was watching it live. And it was like, by the time it got to the end, it was just like, I can't even be excited for Becky winning both titles because I'm just tired of, <laughs> tired yeah, of watching. It was, because it was one, it was one o'clock in the morning, my time. Yeah. It, yeah. It was midnight went here. And they, they time. received a lot of complaints about that. They're like, why are y'all making it? Yeah. You know, just, and just again, that, that one was seven and a half hours and it was probably two hours of filler at yeah. least. So and, I'm I'm I like the two night. And this one, I mean, now, now granted, some of the filler on this one, we know the storylines, we get it. Yeah, you know, um, and I get that the 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 once a year watcher, you know, people. Some people only watch one football game yeah. a year. Yeah. Super they Bowl. only watch the Super Bowl, like just like and, and so, WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling. So some people only watch. They only show up for Mania. They watch it, and then they're done till next year. All right, so I mean, I get that they they do show some of the vignettes leading up to whatever, whatever mm-hmm. match, but come on, yeah, you know there was, yeah, you know, just it was too much time between the matches mm-hmm. um, that they could have, like you said, that was filler. They could have spent mm-hmm. on something else. Um, now the next match, um, and I missed. Like I said, I missed. I'll have to go back and watch Dominic's entrance because a lot of people are saying what you were saying about it was fantastic it was <laughs> if you've not seen dominic's entrance go check it out it was you know he's going he's completely playing into the whole he went to prison thing and all that and it was amazing my only issue and it was an excellent match ray mysterio is ray mysterio is ray mysterio you're yes. going he could he's one of those you give him a mop handle and he's going to give you a five-star match mm-hmm but Dominic Mysterio stayed step to step with his father. Yeah, and he did. He showed right there that he is going to be great. And he's already, even if you take the skills out of it, his character work has been fantastic since he's turned heel. Since he's turned heel and joined the Judgment Day, his character work has just it's just on the up. There is like if he can if he can keep the character work like that and keep honing those in ring skills, there's no ceiling to how good, how high he can go. You know, yeah. oh, ex con Dom. Yeah, they've been <laughs> looking for the next Ray Mysterio forever. They've been trying to sign guys to take that spot. You should have just waited for his son to take the spot because that's your next Ray Mysterio. That's who's going to take that spot and give you that next huge luchador star. Now, who would who, you say who, who looks like Eddie Guerrero, by the way? Yeah. He, hey. he, he looks like Eddie. 
genetics. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now, who would you say is a friend of ours who is the best expert on heels? Ted. Ted. Yep. On Ted's latest episode, he actually talks about the heels of WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and he specifically mentions Dominic, you know, mm-hmm. ex-con Dom. Yeah. And he's like, you remember back in the high school, you know, those guys that they every town has the drunk tank. Yeah. You know, you get you get drunk, they just they they haul you in just because you're drunk. Yeah, and they just let you sober morning. up and then send yeah. you anyway. It's like yeah. it's it's like but, Otis on Andy Griffith. You yeah. just sleep it off and then walk. Except for away. Otis when he got his own keys and you know, <laughs> yeah. just left stuff in and out. Yeah. And but, but of course, you know, Ted even pointed out, it's like, yeah, the next day those guys are talking about all this hard time they did, you know, yeah. in jail, had their hardcore. He's like, he's like, that's Dominic. That's and, and he plays and into like, it yes. so well that it's like it's it's so entertaining. It's just Dominic is one of my favorite things on WWE TV right now. And by the way, if those of you who don't know, if you haven't listened to the show um, ever, but if you do haven't been listening for a long time, you already know Ted the Hillbilly Hill, the Hill Truth. Go check his podcast out. He's absolutely. absolutely fantastic. He's he's yeah. become actually a good friend of mine in Dwellins and yes. You know, he's very supportive of us, and we are very supportive of him. He's number yep. one in, in Antarctica. And you know, MySpace. And MySpace. Yep. Uh, and if you don't believe us, prove to us that he's not. <laughs> but so, Dominic should have won this match. This I, was... Yeah, this should have been Ray's retirement match. Yeah, put, this should have been Ray's over. retirement match. Yeah, he should have put his son over. This was the, this was the star-making moment for Dominic. I still think it was a star-making moment, even in defeat. But I still think... Yeah. that he should have won the match. Um, Next one, and this could easily be match of the weekend, uh, Rhea Ripley defeated Charlotte Flair, which is what we wanted. Yeah. called. That match was fantastic. Props yep. to, and people know on this show, I am not one to, I'm not a huge Charlotte fa- Flair fan. I, I respect the skills. But I'm just not a fan simply because they have shoved her down our throats mm-hmm. since 2016 when she debuted on the main roster. Yeah, 14 in since 2016. If you count the NXT Championship, she is a 14-time World Champion in, in seven, seven years. years. That means she loses it and wins it back twice a year. Exactly. But this time, she put Rhea Ripley over, and she did it masterfully. And there um, were some scary, scary botches in the match. Yeah, but it made it made the fight more believable. There were yeah. some scary botches, but this was a fight, and they they gave it everything. And Charlotte sold that that head hit on the turnbuckle post. Mm-hmm. She sold that like a million bucks. That avalanche riptide that that uh, Rhea did was just. Mm. And m- one of my favorite things about the match was that you could see Charlotte Flair broke character and was genuinely happy for yeah. Rhea Ripley because you could see her sitting there with this huge smile on her face as she's sitting outside the ring doing this and looking up at Rhea like. Because they knew they just, it's like, go ahead, try to top that match. Yeah, they knew they had put on a great match. She knew that she had put over the next star. Because Rhea Ripley is the next star of the women's yes. division. She she screams star as soon as she walks out on that stage. 
everything about her says that's the future of women's now, wrestling. And now I kind of wonder about something because, um, and this is actually, I, I'm not really going to call it a gripe. This match followed Ray and Dominic. Mm -hmm. She was not out there. No, because her, she was prepping she for was, her match. Yeah, exactly. So they probably should have had Ray and Dominic on like the second or third match. Yeah, that way she could have accompanied Ray out there, right. possibly accompany Dominic, possibly yeah, help him yeah. win. Then she would still have time to prep for her match before, you know. Right. You know, because they've been pushing the whole mommy thing, mm -hmm. which on one hand, I think it's funny. The other hand, I think, yeah, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they could have, I mean, because she's part of the Judgment Day, but yeah. it kind of makes me wonder now she's the SmackDown champion, Judgment Day are on Raw. Who's moving? My thing is, they teased her and Bianca Belair last night on Raw. They had they had okay. a face off. My my thinking is, are they eventually going to pull the trigger and have an undisputed women's champion like they I do think, for the world title in the tag? Team? I think they should. They should. Uh, and nothing against Bianca, but I think it should be Rhea. She's twenty. Rhea Ripley is twenty six years old. And has been, she is the only woman to have uh, won the NXT UK title, the NXT championship, Raw, SmackDown, uh, tag titles, and the Women's Royal Rumble. She's won, she's basically won the the, uh, the Women's Grand Slam. Exactly. The only thing she has left to win is Money in the Bank. The uh, She is, mm. because Asuka is the only one to have won all of those, including Money in the Bank. Oh, Oscar, she was an NXT UK champion as well? No, no, no. Not the UK champion. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Rhea, Rhea, Rhea was an NXT UK champion. Yeah. Os but then and then Oscar's been NXT champion, tag champion, women's tag champion, Raw, SmackDown, Money, Miss Money in the Bank, and won the Royal Rumble. Bailey has done all of that except win the Rumble. Rhea has done all that plus the UK title and she just needs and, to win. And you know, that would be the hardest one to get. That's going to be the hard because nobody will ever get that. Yeah. Because so, that, that brand is defunct now. So nobody's oh, going to get that. So, so Rhea, you know, she yeah. stands in a class of her own. Yep. All she has to do now is win Money in the Bank and she will be, you know, the ultimate Grand Slam champion for the women's division. Now, the next, if you want to call it a match, I, I'll give, give them this. I know why they did it. Time for a pee break. You know, mm -hmm. um, having Miz come out there with Snoop. Now, granted, I will tell you, Snoop, he had me rolling laughing like both Snoop, nights. Snoop was great. <laughs> he played his role well. My issue with this particular part that Steve's talking about is Bobby Lashley did not have a match on this card. Sure Pat didn't. McAfee gets a match on this card. Nothing against Pat McAfee. I enjoy his work on commentary. You know, I enjoyed his, he wrestled SummerSlam last year. I enjoyed that. But he had no business taking a spot that Bobby Lashley could have had at WrestleMania. And I know they had to do, they had to do some scrambling at the last minute to get Bobby Lashley something because he had a match. Then all of a sudden he, yeah, break out sick or injured or something. And yeah. And, and so they, they said, yeah. All right, here, have Andre the Giant 
Battle Royal. Yeah. You know, which, okay, you know, that, that I mean, that is something. You know, uh, it's better than, hey, going there and be the first one thrown out like Baron Corbin. No, yeah. he, yeah. yeah. I mean, he did win it because, I mean, the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, if you notice, they always get a push. Yeah, they always get you a know? push. So And so it keeps him up there where, you know, um, he's not out of the spotlight. Yeah. And Bobby Lashley should never be out of the spotlight. Exactly. But and he should have had a, a legit, he should have had an should, official match at WrestleMania, not an impromptu would, Pat McAfee versus The Miz, and The Miz is in street clothes. I, I don't think I'd want to see Bobby against the Miz because in like, especially something like that, it's like, nah. no, that, it, 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 that would have been a waste, but it's just, this was, but just they, a, he still deserved an actual match though. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. This is just for me. This is just, eh, we're just going to skip this and move on. And, and I'm sitting there going, man, who'd who'd the Miz tick off? Yeah. You know, um, but the match three, three minutes, 40 seconds. Uh, that was probably about you know three minutes and thirty seven seconds too long. Yeah. Um, but the next match was the main event, and it's it's rare anymore that you say a tag team match. You know is going to be a main event, and rightfully so. And this is one of the rare instances, and I know yeah. there is the argument Charlotte and Rhea Ripley because that match was so good. Yeah. But because of the bloodline stuff yeah. going on, this was going to be the main event. Oh yeah, and it more than. It lived up to main event status. This match was fantastic, and I knew it would be. The Usos are probably the greatest tag team in WWE history. Um, there's an ar- it, there is an argument. There's yeah. an argument for that. They're just, I mean, they're just on another level right now. What about being twins? Twins will yeah. do that. You know, twins will do that. <laughs> but I mean, just everything is just. They're so smooth with promo work, in-ring work, just just how they carry themselves, you know, to the ring. It's just everything's perfect with them. And then you've got Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, you know, 20 plus years of being best friends. Mm-hmm. They've won tag team titles around the world together before they got to WWE. Both of them are world class talents. This match was fantastic, and Sami Zayn getting the pin on Jey Uso to bring that story around was amazing, and that pop was wow. Um, wrestler, the veteran Jack Vaughn, he mm-hmm. had this on Twitter. Um, let me actually, I'll go find this real so I can actually say it for real. But he was talking about right before Sami hit that that third um, Luva um, kick, um, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, I, I really didn't know how to pronounce that. I was like, "What did they say?" Until I saw it spelled out, and I was like, "Oh, never mind." Yeah, they don't want. <laughs> so, yeah, they they didn't want to say "hell of a kick," so they call it "haluva." Haluva. So it's like so, okay, uh, but Jack Vaughn, who I would love to have on the show at some point, um, because he, you were talking about a great wrestling mind. He really explains it, and he has this whole thing about being the super kick. Yeah. Um, but he said, um. He said the five seconds Sammy waited to deliver the final kick was the best spot of night one. Everyone knew what the outcome was going to be. Everyone knew what was coming, but because he didn't rush and let the emotion sink in for everyone, it was spot of the night. Brilliant oh, yeah. storytelling. Yeah, and the when they clo- when they did the close up of his face and the emotion on his face, and it's like he, you know, he's thinking, This is it. It and Jay Uso sold those kicks like death. I mean, mm-hmm. just uh, props to Jay. Jay Uso 
Sami Zayn and Jey Uso have been the glue that have they held have that whole, whole storyline together. Yeah, because it was and, Jay going, I don't want him in his family. Yeah. And, and then, then got, whenever, you know, he was like his biggest supporter, but then yeah. he was the one who kicked him in the face later on. Yeah. But this match, we all knew that Owens and Zayn were going to win, mm-hmm. but it was still fantastic to see them win. And this was just an absolute match, um, amazing match. If If you missed it, definitely go back and watch it on the replay. Yes. And the... Well, first of all, I did like the shirts, the WrestleZania. Um, another <laughs> another thing I noticed uh, when I was watching on uh, on the legs of their pants, there was the the uh, PWG symbol, and then down here it didn't say PWG. Like on Sammy's, it had the Arabic writing oh, really? that he has on his tights a lot of yeah. times, and on Owen on on KOs. Uh, I believe it said Owens on there, okay. but it was it was made to look like the pro wrestling gorilla symbol, which is where they got their big break in the United States. See, that's another thing, Vince. Mm-hmm. Won't allow Vince, that happen. Yeah, Vince wouldn't allow that to happen. He wouldn't have just. It's just little touches like that. The acknowledgement that people have done stuff in other places. They even acknowledged that PW. They didn't call PWG by name but they acknowledged that they had history in Los Angeles in Reseda, California, down the road from where they were, which is mm. Reseda is where the, you know, the home base of pro wrestling gorilla. And that pop when they won was huge. Oh yeah. And we're like, okay, great first night. Yeah. You know, um, a couple of uh, not as good, but, of, I mean, uh, but, it was... but for the most part, an excellent first night. Yep. So, Next night, we had a feeling what the first match was going to be. Yeah, because, because the private jet was waiting. Oh yeah, the private the private jet was fueled and on standby. Yeah, uh, Brock and Omos, and again, the wrong person won. Mm-hmm. They just fed Omos it, to Brock. Um, yes and no, because they had Omos flinging Brock around like he was a rag doll at first. They they did for the first minute or so, but then Brock hits the German. And then he had fives him, and then it was a wrap. And that was it. That was it. It was, it was what two Germans and an uh, F five. Think at least yeah. Is at least I think two. it was two Germans and an F five, and that was it. And it's like it didn't do. Brock didn't need this win. That loss did nothing to help Omos. So uh, it, fact, was it, it buried him because how many did it take? How many F fives has it taken to beat everybody else? Yeah, it's taken Three? multiple. F5s to be oh, Omos, this guy who was seven foot four. Yeah. You know, four hundred something pounds. It took three F5s for him to beat John Cena at SummerSlam one year to win the to- win the world title. It was like sixteen Germans, three F5s. Yeah. It took him two Germans and an F five to beat Omos. After getting smacked around. Yeah, after getting tossed around know. like a child. Yeah, because, and, I mean, and Omos, Omos looked good in this match. He well, did look good. That's why he I'm, looked a lot better than what I'm used to seeing him. That's why it irritated me that they didn't have Brock do the job. It would have been wonders for Omos's career. It ain't going to do nothing for Brock. Brock didn't need the win. And but they just want to keep Brock happy, so that this, they can do something. So he'll still do business with them later on. And this was the match apparently that Vince wanted. Uh huh. So. Yep. And we know we all know who Vince's 
favorite is right now. Oh, it has yeah. been for a few years. So. It's Brock, yeah. Uh, so, so that match, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the women's the women's fatal four way tag team match. Um, um, it was a cluster. Yeah, and nothing against any of the women in there, but it's hard when you book a fatal four way tag team match. Anyway, um, it, again, it was another spot fest, and at least the right people won. Mm-hmm. You call Ronda it. and Shane. Ronda yeah. and Shayna won, which they were they were the only likely winners of that match. Everybody else was like just single stars that were thrown together. They were the only legitimate team. One thing I will say, uh, the men's match was eight minutes and 30 seconds. The women's, you know, same thing was eight minutes, 25 seconds. So they basically, they were the same length. Yeah. They got equal time, which is good. Yep. Um, but yeah, it, it, the men's match, like I said, it was, it was entertaining in some spots. Mm -hmm. This one. Okay. There's some, yeah, it's kind of a spot fest, but it wasn't as uh, entertaining as the men's match the night before because I noticed it was the second match was the fatal four-way match yeah. both yeah. nights. Um, And yeah, you better put that match on kind of early anyway because yeah. some of the things that are going to be following it, you wouldn't want to have to have them follow. No, no. Because the next one was Gunther over Sheamus and oh, McIntyre. Oh, Lord. That match, was <laughs> that was a fight and it was beautiful to watch. It was <laughs> yes, fantastic. It was. And again, Gunther won, right person mm-hmm. won. He is at 200 and, well, now he's at 298 days as Intercontinental Champion. I need that to keep, I need them to keep that rolling so he can beat the Honky Tonks record. Yes. So we can get that off the record books. Yes, please. Um, that is such a stain. Yeah. That... But Gunther has done wonders for the Intercontinental title. Um, and that match was just three guys in a brawl. And, for a prestigious championship, you, you could know, tell, and they they went out there and made you believe every one of them wanted that title. Mm-hmm. And Gunther, he looks like a gym coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's the, he's the way he had that hair. Yeah, he has gotten in fantastic shape because he was yeah, he, he was a he was like almost a super heavyweight when he on the independent scene and when he was in NXT UK, and then a little bit of chub on him, huh? Yeah, and then he just started. But I mean, he was solid. But he wasn't right. like cut like he is now. And you know, we, well, they showed he could go at the Royal Rumble, even though he oh, didn't, yeah. once again he didn't go over, but or he didn't he didn't win, but he still got over. Oh yeah, because yeah. he holds the record now for the longest time in the Rumble. Yeah, it was it, it, that record stood from 2006 when Rey Mysterio did it okay. until. Until this past Rumble, Gunther beat. And so he even, um, I think he even surpassed <laughs> Daniel Bryan's thing in the the greatest Royal Rumble, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't include that one in the canon. They don't either because it's a good match. It was fun to watch, but it, it I because, don't because um, Michael Cole said on commentary that Gunther holds the record for most for the longest time in an official Royal Rumble. So yep, there you go. He doesn't even count the you know, the greatest world rumble. But yeah, like I said, I mean, it was a fight. Mm-hmm. Everybody's chests were red. Oh yeah. And, um, I would have been okay if Seamus would have won. Um, just to give, because that's the only title he hasn't won. Yeah. But I'm still glad they kept it on Gunther. Because I want to see the honky tonk man's record get beat. And I want to see them bring the honky tonk man back just to say congratulations, yeah. but you know, he won't. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, he won't. Just bring him back so he can take a power bomb from Gunther. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, I thought that match that was like, yeah, good luck trying to yeah. top that match. Yeah, that match um, was excellent. Uh, Bianca and Oscar. Good match, wrong outcome. Uh, and, nothing against Bianca Belair, you know, a solid year as Raw Women's Champion. She has the longest reign, longest single reign of anybody with that particular title. But Asuka deserved to win. I need to go back and watch the <clears throat> entrance of Bianca because that was another one I missed. Because that I, was really good. The little girl that was the contortionist there, I, yeah, her mom passed away that morning. That morning. So and, she that, still, and she still yeah. went out and bless her heart. She is a, that is a brave little girl right there. Yeah. Mm. Because I mean, um, you got to say strong too. Oh yeah, because... absolutely. That is incredibly strong to be able to still want to go out and do that because they said she still wanted to go out and do that. Because I bet her mom would have wanted her oh, I'm sure. to go out there. So, and to be that young and to lose her yeah. mom, I yeah. mean, that's just horrible. Uh, but, you know, but yeah, so that was, you know, now, now I feel bad because I missed the entrance. Like I said, now I'm going to have to go back and rewatch mm-hmm. just for the entrances. And, you know, but yeah, that match, like I said, I was really okay with either one of them, you know, because I, I mean, I'm see- not, I'm not furious that Bianca won. I'm not even mad. I just think, I don't think they've done right by Oscar, you know, and I think she should have won that match. Especially with the yeah the character work and stuff that she's doing now, she's got that darker, you know, stardom version of Oscar. Well, here's the weird thing: <laughs> difference between this match and Charlotte and Rhea. Charlotte and Rhea, it was like you had two heels, mm-hmm. even though Rhea's been getting a lot of cheers. Yeah. even though she's with Judgment Day, she's Charlotte's another one. Getting... Rhea's Rhea's over, regardless of what yes. her technical alignment is Rhea's over and Charlotte even if they put her back as a face she's still going to get booed oh yeah she's a natural uh, heel people just yeah they and like to she, boo her she likes it her you know her dad liked being a heel because mm-hmm. he was getting all the women anyway oh yeah you yeah. know um but this one it was like two faces because we know Bianca's a face I can't see Bianca turning heel I'd really can't I can't either that. and Oscar's a face I mean she's done some she's had some heelish, heelish stuff the Kind of the gray area, but she's still, I mean, she's over with the crowd. She's still a face that the crowd loves her. So, yeah, it was two faces, and it's it's not it's always great. easy to book two faces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... It's, it's easier not, doing heel versus heel than there is, than it is face versus face. Yes, because you, your natural tendency is you don't want to boo yeah. the good guy, yeah. you know? And these are two that very popular... Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't really think there's a well one or the other. There is no um, absolute here. No, you can like both of these because both of them are good, and both of them have earned all the accolades they've got. And so, you know, who do you cheer? But then, of course, Oscar sprayed the mist. She totally missed the mist. Yeah, she missed um, it. Yeah. Now I just not thought about something. They they could have had Muda walk out in ringside right before she did it. But well, yeah, because that <laughs> Muda is Muda has been. Oscar's inspiration since she started wrestling. That was, you know, I you know what I I did catch part of Oscar's entrance. I walked back in and they had all the women in the kabuki masks. Mm-hmm. And did you, you know, notice that uh, on the Rey Mysterio mask, 
uh, Rey Mysterio match, his mask looked like Muda's. Uh, you know what? Some when, I when did Muda, read somebody pointed that out. Like, you know, when we were when we first were introduced to Muda, he didn't wear a mask, he wore the face paint. Right. But in Japan, he wore a mask a lot of the time. And the mask that Rey Mysterio was wearing for his match at Mania looked like a great Muda mask. Because in Japan, a lot of times they will have like wearing a mask, mm. not during the match, but wear it yeah. you come out and then they'll take it off. Like Vader. Yeah. I mean, that was his thing. Now Vader had that yeah. weird yeah, that weird jockstrap-looking thing that he wore, yeah. which nobody else could have got pulled that off, but he did. But, of course, you know, he's six, he was 6'3", six, 6'4", six, four, 400 for, pounds. He played yeah. for the, the Rams or something like that. for the Rams, for yeah. 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 So, but, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, I was honestly, I mean, like I said, okay with either one of them because mm-hmm. I could see I could see the, the, the pros for both camps. You know, I but I knew it was going to be a good match, and you know, um, and and of course, Bianca. I mean, I guess they have other plans for her, um, because who well, who were you saying teasing? It was Rhea, Rhea, because they had a face off on Raw last yeah, night. Okay, that, yes, that, a title versus title. That was another scrapped segment, another scrapped match mm. that they were going to have. They were supposed to have two, I think, two triple threat matches. I'll have to go back and read it. If I'm wrong, I'll correct it on the next show. But they were supposed to have two matches. Uh, and then the winners of those two matches would wrestle each other to determine the number one contender for Bianca's title. Well, Vince scrapped all that. So none of that happened. We got the re- we got the Rhea Ripley face-off I, before, which is, which is fine. But if the show's already written, just leave it alone. Unless somebody's hurt or kicked or travel problems and they can't get there or whatever things like that that come up then rewrite that particular segment but stop or scrapping the show or what if somebody comes out as a surprise opponent and they blow their quad like as soon as they get in the ring yeah like shane o'mac who had no <laughs> the business very out next there match to, who had no business out there to begin with as soon as his music started it's like hmm this doesn't smack a nepotism what when I texted you and said, dude, are you watching it live right mm-hmm. now? It was when Shane's music hit. It's He did, you know, what did he do? One move, landed wrong, blew his quad he, out? It wasn't even a move. It was like a leapfrog. Yeah, yeah it was a... I can't say what I want to say because we're friend, family friendly. It was a half-hearted leapfrog because yeah. he is 50 years old and has no business out there. No, he's 53 years old. 53. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, but Shane thinks he's the toughest man in the world. Gets out there, blows his quad. Steve texted me earlier and he said, what is it about the McMahon the Beck <laughs> family tearing their quads? And I, I, I replied back. I'm like, I've heard of family bonding, but come on. <laughs> exactly. You know, Triple H has blown out two quads. Vince has blown out two quads. So Vince Shane, did it. Vince did it, blow, blew out both quads within a minute of each other. Yeah. Which, that's kind and of impressive. So, Shane, you've got another quad waiting on you, buddy. But, you know, there was no. Triple, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was pointless. It, it was fun. But I'm like going, um, is he really. Uh, yeah. And then, especially when Snoop all of a sudden jumps then, in. Yeah. Yeah. Now least, I'll get that, I will give Snoop credit for that one. I mean, you know, he, 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 he improvised on the spot. And went in there and 
salvaged that segment as best he could. You know, hit the people's elbow and all that not stuff. Not bad for somebody. No, not bad. Not a wrestler. He's in the yeah. Hall of Fame, but he's not a wrestler. Yeah. And he was probably high. Oh, so, as a bird. I mean, yeah, he, because we took off his glasses. I'm sitting there going, yeah, all right, you're looking at his eyes no, to see if they're bloodshot. There's blood no way shot. Snoop wasn't high. I think Snoop's, I think Snoop's high all the time. That is his yeah, general his state thing. of being. But yeah, but that was another unnecessary segment that could have gone to somebody else who didn't have get end up getting a spot on the like show. I said, who did the Miz tick off? Yeah, he gets beat up, you know, two nights in a row in street clothes. It's like, what? what is the problem? By two non One By of two... them is really a non-wrestler, yeah. not even an athlete. Yeah. And but... like I said, though, Snoop had me dying laughing, though. You yeah. Know, uh, Snoop is very entertaining. Uh, I, I agree with um, Corey Graves when he said protect Snoop at all costs because he's a national treasure. I can. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and not bad for somebody who 30 years ago was on trial for murder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, okay, on a lighter, they not, Sami Zayn be getting the biggest pop of both nights. Not bad mm-hmm. for somebody who a year ago jobbed out to Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Willingly jobbed out. Willingly. I mean, he, he had no issue with doing it, but yeah, I agree. Uh, but next match, to me, my favorite entrance that I actually saw. But Edge, Edge, yeah. and then for some reason, I'm, I was thinking it was Finn. I even put that on Facebook on the the wrestling with an idea. Yeah, you know, and uh, Johnny actually re- replied. He said Edge. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I realized that after I'd posted. Yeah, you know, right before he took the mask off, and I'm like, I crud. <laughs> you know, but I heard it was the song "South of Heaven" by Slayer, mm-hmm. and with if you with the red lights, and I sent you the uh, somebody had tweeted a video of it, and I sent that to you. Yeah. And here's the thing, the um, it's funny because they used South of Heaven by Slayer. Edge created Judgment Day. Damian Priest was the first person in Judgment Day that Edge recruited to Judgment Day. And one of Damian Priest's signature moves is a side is a side choke slam that he calls South of Heaven. Oh wow. Okay, did, did everybody because ladies and gentlemen, to... I'm a wrestling nerd and I remember then, it, he is not just a wrestling nerd, <laughs> but Dwayland also knows some, some about some thrash metal, too. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, he's not necessarily a Megadeth fan, he's already he's told me that in the past. He's like, he's okay, but uh, I just really like their cover of No More Mr. Nice Guy. Yep, uh, but I mean, I know you like some Metallica, mm-hmm. you know, love, I love Metallica. Uh, how about some anthrax? Um, a little bit, yeah. I'm you the know, man that's still, hmm, still um, good stuff. Yeah. Um, their cover "Bring the Noise" with it, which yes. they did with Public Enemy. Yeah, I know we're kind of going off off the rails just for a second, but yep. but we got the big, we got the big four covered. But you also got you know other you know, like the next level. Yep. yep. Like over, Overkill, Exodus, Testament, Nuclear mm-hmm. Assault. Uh, then you have the German big four: Creator, Destruction, Sodom, and Tankard. Hmm. Um, and then there was like a Swedish big four, let's see, Entombed, Dismember, and I can't remember the other ones, but, <laughs> but yeah, but, and this is, you know how Bo knows like everything, Boylan mm-hmm. knows thrash metal. Yeah, I do. And, and wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And so, but yeah, when you saw the Facebook also lit up, Slayer! yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? And Twitter was like blowing up with it too. Slayer! Yeah. But <laughs> and, this match was good. Uh, Finn got his head split open. Yes, legit. 
legit. They stapled it shut. He finished the match. So they wanted to stop the match, but he was like, no. Yeah, they wanted to stop it. And he's like, no. Did, did you it. see the blood dripping? Yeah. I mean, it the- looked like somebody <laughs> turned on a faucet and just, I, you know, I, it was I, just I, pouring. I felt bad for the EMTs because, of course, he had all the demon makeup on. Yeah. So it was hard to see it- what was what was what was paint and what was blood. Yeah. Yeah. So when you looked at it, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, that's. Ooh. You know? But yeah, but it was a good match. Finn should have won. One, Finn's going to be there day in and day out, which Finn had to take some time now because, you know. You know, sleep in the head. He got his head split wide look, open. Look at all I, like Frank, Frankenstein right now. Yeah, as I say, he got his head split open to the white meat show because it was all <laughs> the way down. And he had to get it stapled mid-match. So, deservedly, he needed some time off. But he's going to be there week in and week out. Edge is going to be there a handful of matches. It, there was no reason for Edge to win this. Even to even to end the feud, Finn should have still won. Yes. But because that man busted his head open like that and still finished that and wanted to finish that match, you should have called an audible and had him win the match. Yes. He's giving, you know, he literally is giving you blood, his own blood for this match. And you can't let the dude win this match. And to the point, like you said, they had to get staples put in his head. Yes. And, you know, still climbed up on that little platform that just happened to be conveniently built into the side of the cell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad they started doing that to kind of, all right, because they're going to climb up there anyway. Might as well make it a little bit safer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like okay, when they used to put the footholds in the side yeah, of the cell. I, I think they still do that. That's because of mm. Foley, you know, and Undertaker yeah. doing their thing. And, like where does it go from here? Yeah, because now it's like it again. To me, it hurts Finn because it's like, oh well, Finn couldn't end the feud after you know all the bluster and everything that he said. He couldn't end the feud, and then Edge ends the ends the feud. But where does Edge go? Right, There's nothing else for Edge to do. He should have just called it and said. Like, yeah, they should have had Finn beat Edge because that that's a hat in Finn's, you know, that's a feather in Finn's hat to beat a Hall of Famer, especially a Hall mm-hmm. of Famer that was retired for 11 years and was able to come back from a career-ending injury and you beat him in the cell. Edge is not, okay, Edge should not be put back as the top tier. He should not be put it as far as like the main event of the no. shows because that you know he's not he should not be challenging for the world title anytime soon you know so it's like all right edge where do you go right now edge you should be the one bringing up the younger guys putting them over putting them over and yes it is a fairy tale story that he came back from that injury because i was watching the royal live you know when it happened and when his music hit and the place exploded yeah and you know the uh that actually was a bigger pop than even when Brock got thrown out of the Rumble. That was the yeah. same one where, yeah. you know, Brock decided to take on everybody. But, um, but yeah, the wrong wrong person won this one. Not a yeah. bad match. Hey, you got your wish. You got some blood. Yeah. You know, um, got the color. Got the color. But then um, the last match, the main event of both nights, Roman and Cody, most very anticipated. Yeah. Good match. 
as I said at the top of the show, wrong outcome, in my opinion, because Cody was white hot, and it was the mm-hmm. perfect opportunity to put the championship on him and give him that good spring-summer run. Could have held it all the way to SummerSlam and then have Roman take his time off, have Roman come back and challenge for the title. But I get having Roman keep it because he's close to a thousand days, tremendous run, tremendous record. He's a tremendous champion. He's the tribal chief thing has been fantastic. Mm -hmm. I just still think Cody should have won just like I said, because he was white hot. Well, I think they will eventually give it to Cody. I think he will be the one to um, stop Roman's (laughs) Roman reigns his reign. Yeah. And you know, if Roman holds it to SummerSlam, Cody's got to, if it's going to be Cody, he's got to win it there because they've already cooled him off twice within 24 hours. Yeah. Roman, Roman beats him, cools, cools, you know, cools off his momentum. Brock destroys him on Raw, dumps cold water yeah. on that. So it's like, why'd you bring this guy back? This guy, this guy literally tore his pectoral muscle off the bone, still wrestled the Hell in a Cell match for you. Goes and has surgery after that, rehabs like crazy, comes back, wins the Rumble, gets the main event of WrestleMania, and you book him to lose. Yeah. It makes no sense. I can see their final match being like a Hell in a Cell, something where nobody can interfere, because Mm -hmm. that was one thing I didn't like, how Solo Sokoa (sighs) kicked him out. All right, cool. Yeah. You knew once the ref bump happened, you knew the Usos were going to show up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sammy, yeah, so okay, you know we knew it. You know, yeah. Um, you know, and enjoyed watching it because Sammy and Kevin came in there. Boom, boom, boom. Then all of a sudden, Solo Sokoa comes back and hits him with the spike. And when the referee counted, he looked up. He's looking right at Solo Sokoa, and I'm like, Did yeah. you not realize he's just said, "Hey, didn't I kick you out of here?" You know, he's like, "What happened to your accent? I thought you were Jamaican." Anyway. Yeah. That's a callback. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look at some archives. That's yeah. actually pretty funny. What happened to your accent? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but overall, it was a good show. It was a good two night show. It was a lot better than I think either of us expected. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. That's what's as they yeah. begin the show. I'm going to title it We're Sorry. We Were Wrong. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes from here. Yep. Um, Two other observations about tonight that I um, just want to point out. Who was the the rapper who came down with the um the auto tune voice? A little Gen Z or something. Little like that. Uzi Vert. He is little, awful. he is terrible. Yeah. And I wanted to look at him and go, pull up your pants. Pull exactly. up your pants. Pull your pants up. That's exactly what up, I thought dude, when seriously. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. See, we're old. We can do this now. Yeah. <laughs> pull up your pants. Yeah. And then Right before Cody's match, he gave his belt mm-hmm. to John Huber's son. Yes, yes. Yep. You know, and they they actually referred to him, mm-hmm. you know, by his actual name. They said he was known as Luke Harper yeah. here, but this is, you know, the late, yeah. you know. So they actually, which oddly enough, I don't think would also would not have happened under Vince. No, I don't think so either. Which is sad. Yeah. But But he was one of Cody's best friends and he passed away. Yeah. But, oh, Bobby, yeah. yeah, so another WrestleMania in the books. We yeah. thought it was going to be 
not great. It turns out definitely a lot better than what we expected. Um, yeah. It had it had a few issues, but for the most part, I mean, it was it was a good show. I mean, I enjoyed it. The first night was yeah. better than the second. I agree. Um, and from what I've seen, I, I didn't watch the Raw because I was just exhausted last night. Um, but from what I'm seeing about the Raw, a lot of people, you know, are just... Yeah, I heard um, it wasn't that good, but yeah. But yeah, it's getting late, so I guess we better wrap this up. Yep. Uh, because I got work tomorrow, but I have my another interview tomorrow afternoon. So there you go. Like I said, told you before we recorded, yep. had an interview last night went well. Yep. You know they wanted my resume sent it, yep. and now they're looking at it. I'm gonna have another interview tomorrow night. So hopefully I'll have something actually lined up before my days at my job now are yep. done. So hopefully, but, yep. But all right, dude. Yeah, we'll make plans for those of all you know who listen and thank you so much. We appreciate yes, it. Thank you. you. Know, say hi to everybody and. Uh, might as well say hi to to Avi. Say, say uh, hi, Avi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> so. All right. Tell mommy I'll be out in just a minute. We're done. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, dude. So until right. we can talk again, probably not Thursday. Yeah. Still, um. You know. So yeah. right now we're we're doing once a week right now. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Unless unless we we manage to get something else scheduled. So. Yeah. Till T ball's over at least. Yeah. T ball's over. So. Yeah. But until we can record again, just say good night and God bless. God bless. <laughs>